1: I will actually ask somebody who probably knows uh, British slang a lot better than I uh, do, and that's Jessica Shawman, who joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. So so Scott Arfield said that we are uh, bang on as a a duo. That's a good thing, I hope, yes? Yeah, it, it
0: means like on the mark, top notch. So it was nice to hear that from him, even though I don't. I'll be honest with you, Will. I find his accent a little bit difficult to understand. So I must imagine you struggle very much.
1: It's um, you know, I I feel like it 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 kind of has a uh, when I when I think about when I drink scotch, it's like it just it's you gotta like you know you gotta work through it almost. It, it's it's it it takes uh, it takes a little bit to get through it. I understand it.
0: I don't, so you're doing
1: better than me. <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, what we saw on Saturday, uh, I think you could say that that performance was bang on, uh, definitely, with you th- and you're thinking about uh, Charlotte FC defeating the defending champions for the second year in a row. They're now 3-0 all-time against the defending champions. Uh, what was different about the way they played than the last time we saw them in MLS play?
0: I think the biggest thing is that they set the tone in the match. Uh, A lot of the time we've had criticism this season when it comes to Bank of America Stadium of Charlotte FC not taking advantage of playing at home and enabling the opposition to come in and set the tone. You can't do that at home. It felt in this match, nobody cared who LAFC was. Nobody cared about their reputation or about their history or about the big-name stars they had on their side. It was Charlotte FC playing at home, and they were determined to dictate the pace, and they did that. They dictated the speed of play. They dictated the possession. They limited LAFC to hit and hope shots from outside the distance. And it was extremely refreshing to see this side play with confidence, play with fluidity, and play with that dominance in their home pitch that maybe had been missing in that 8 game winless streak we saw before League's Cup break.
1: The way I put it earlier in the program is that it looked like it was supposed to. It looked purposeful. And I don't know if we've always been able to say that, about a Charlotte FC match. I feel like a lot of times we've kind of maybe felt our way through the game and maybe kind of treated it like a heavyweight boxing match and, you know, wait for what the other team goes to do. And it's more reactive than proactive. Charlotte had intentions to dictate the terms, do it their way and, and make it happen. And I think that's something that is at least part of this new midfield renaissance. I think, I think Charlotte FC right wrong or indifferent got a lot of criticism from people with the moves they made during the summer transfer window we haven't necessarily seen yaroni yet which I think we'll we'll see we saw him a little bit at the end of the game on uh, on saturday uh more colorful than i think we'd uh, we'd like to see him though uh based on uh, some of the things that happened at the end of the game but uh we've seen diajare we've seen our field and we've seen a lot of these new players kind of come in I think we're seeing what they're trying to do now with this midfield. It's much more differently than I feel like the game model looked at the beginning of the season.
0: Yeah, you're right. There's definitely a sense of purpose. There's a sense of understanding the game model. And I was really impressed with the chemistry that we saw between players. It felt like they had naturally connected even without game minutes. You look at the Yahare connecting with Nathan Byrne and the two of them tandem defending was really impressive in the attacking side of the ball. The Yahare and Sadersky linking up. And it seems like there are players now that are on the same wavelength. And that's so important. Even if you haven't had time to build the chemistry through repetition, if you identify the game in the same way, if you have similar stylistic features, then you see the success come into play on the pitch. And I think the experience that we brought to the table, along with players that are clearly in the prime of their career, they're not, they're not, you know, dying professionals at the end of their careers, but they're also not youngsters that maybe don't have the experience in big moments. It feels like the right combination on the pitch there. And I'm really excited to see how these players can develop considering this was just the first glimpse of them in MLS action.
1: I want to stop down a little bit on Carol, because I, I think he obviously gets a lot of the deserved attention because of the DP status. And, and I'm not necessarily here to talk about, you know, the stuff involving, you know, Syria, but I feel like we've gotten ourselves to the point where, you know, we're beyond talking about him needing good service. I think he's kind of taken the bull by the horns themselves uh, and kind of tried to, I don't want to say demand the ball in better areas, but I think, you know, a lot of times we've seen him carry it a lot more, which I think is is something that, Might be also a tweak to what other responsibilities Christian Latanzio ask of him, too, because, you know, he was a very integral part in setting up both those goals. I know that he didn't get the assist on the first one because apparently it took a deflection, but it it does seem to me that that he's become more impactful uh, because it's not just him, you know, waiting in the wings to try and wait to, to ping a ball home
0: yeah, you need to get your best players on the ball, right? And it also helped that Charlotte FC had so much possession. And when you have that much possession, you're going to see key players getting more on the ball. Unfortunately, in a lot of matches where Charlotte FC struggled to get Carol Suderski involved, they had struggled to even possess the ball meaningfully. We saw an increased passing accuracy. We saw an increased possession percentage in this match, which helped Carol get involved more. He has a freedom on the pitch. it felt like in this match, he wasn't kind of, told, hey, you have to be a number nine, you have to be in and around the box. It also helped that he had support of other players filling the box as well. I look at those moments from De again where he entered the 18-yard box when you know you've got other players Drifting into those areas, then you don't feel like you have to be so fixed in that positional awareness. So it was good to see Carol. I also think that we saw a change in his body language in a lot of ways. He seemed very positive in this match. He seemed very supportive of his teammates. And that was great to see because as we have seen, sometimes he's received some criticism for his body language in matches. It felt like he really wanted to be there and was really excited. For the involvement that he had in this
1: match, we've said a lot of times before games. We've talked with Jessica Trauman on the radio play-by-play team with Charlotte FC with me as we get ready for Wednesday against Orlando. It seems like from a responsibility standpoint that Christian Latanzio has kind of taken some of the uh, the locks off of the midfield in that you know he basically is given kind of free reign uh, for Derek. Uh, Brandt and uh, Ashley to kind of go wherever they feel like they can to impact the game, whether it's Derek going on the high press, whether it's Brent uh, getting forward in the attack on offense. Uh, it, it seems to me like there's a lot less quote unquote responsibility on their shoulders from a, you know, a marking standpoint. And he's allowed them to be a lot more free in the game. How has that helped Charlotte FC's fluidity?
0: Well, firstly, I think you have to give praise to Adelson and Melanda and uh, Privet for allowing that to happen. Andrew Privet playing that stepping in role has enabled there to be more fluidity and more uh, freedom for the midfield because they feel like they've got safe lock in and behind. We saw Adelson Melanda with one of the best performances of his career with his timing playing on a yellow card as well. And when you have that behind you as a midfield, you feel a little bit less tentative about going forward. I think the biggest thing it allows you when you have these experienced players like Derek, like Ashley, like Brant, that you allow them to use their soccer IQ and reading of the game to judge what they see on the pitch instead of putting them in boxes. And that allows for more creativity. It allows for more bodies forward. How often, I mean, look at the goal. Ashley Westwood inside the 18-yard box making a brilliant run. I'm not sure we would have seen that happen as much in the last few games of MLS that we saw before League Cup break because he was in a far more rigid positioning. When you allow that freedom and you allow players to have their own creativity, you're going to see good things happen because they can truly understand the game. They can see it. They're on the pitch playing it. If you rely too much on rigid positioning and rigid you know, uh, formation, then you're not going to enable the flexibility you need in a match.
1: We'll see Orlando City on Wednesday. It has been a while since we've seen them. We beat them in the round of 32 in the U.S. Open Cup back on the 9th of May. Also got uh, a road victory against them on the 18th of March. Uh, since then, they've gotten some pretty uh, favorable results, including last weekend against a 10-man St. Louis City outfit, which is the top-of-the-table team in the Western Conference. So both uh, the top two teams in the West went down on Saturday. And Orlando is a very interesting squad. We've played some some peculiar matches with them. Some weird stuff has happened. Uh, how does your tinge on the rest of the season Kind of get impacted by the way we look on Wednesday, because if you win this game Wednesday, you get two games basically in your uh, in your craw against the top three teams in other sides of the conference. You're feeling pretty good from Charlotte's perspective, and potentially also back in the playoff hunt.
0: Yeah, it's a big statement if you can get these back-to-back wins against top opponents. The other part of that is to prove that this weekend wasn't an anomaly, right? You want to make sure that any time you're playing, that you are setting the tone in the game, and you need to carry that momentum. We've talked a lot about League Cup bringing momentum. Well, now we need MLS to bring that momentum because, as we know, the games are running thick and fast in between. This is the go time to make sure you achieve that playoff push, and you have to pick up results, particularly at home, because as you look down the strength of the schedule, it is a very difficult schedule. If you can knock out six points against top opponents, you're making a real big claim around the league that you deserve to be there, and that momentum is going to be pivotal if you're going to reach that top nine and onwards to, in order to keep your season going.
1: An easy question on the way out, because as I was, as somebody who is going to be sampling English cuisine for the first time in my adult life, um, what type of meat pie should I strive for when I'm in England uh, in December?
0: Uh, steak and ale. Steak and ale. Really nice and strong steak and ale that's been like marinated in the ale for a long time so you can still Ooh. taste the alcohol.
1: So that's the other thing too, is that, that drinking beer in, in England, the, the beer there is not, it's not the cold crisp beer that we have. It's, it's warm, right?
0: Most of the time. Yeah. But it's still delicious. I don't know. It's delicious. And it's part of the, it's part of the culture. You should also get a really good alcoholic cider. I'm a big fan of a uh, real hard cider.
1: Oh yeah. The, uh, um, uh, it's not mangers. It's, it's, uh, it's what, what's the one called over overseas?
0: Uh, I think I'm thinking of Strongbow, but there is yes. also Mag-
1: Magnus There's Magnus too.
0: You need to you need to find a local cider brewery that's got fresh apples from the from the yard. That'll be that'll be on your to-do list, will you think?
1: We'll make it happen. Thanks, Jess. We'll see you Wednesday.
0: Take care. Have a good one, boys.